listen, if I've learned anything from playing fantasy, there's no good commissioner. The commissioner's always just shit. There's no good one. It's all corrupt. Even if you do nothing, you're just, you're corrupt. You're or you do too much and you're corrupt as well. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one fantasy football podcast in the world. I'm your host, Mike, with my dear, dear friend, Billy. What's up, Mikey? How you doing? I'm all right. You keep calling me fat, but I'm good. I didn't call you fat right there. We're, ha- back. we're back to the dear, dear friend. Yeah. Dear, dear friend. <laughs> dear, dear friend. <laughs> I thought we were done with that. I really was hoping so. <laughs> How's my uh, other dear friend, Mr. Dear Producer, friend. Joe Green? Doing swell. Swell? Swell. swell. Dandy. That sounds like a fat word to me, if I've heard one. <laughs> you guys both calling me fat. This is ridiculous. Comment if he's fat. <laughs> Subscribe if I'm fat. Subscribe if I'm fat. <laughs> so this is, today we're going to be talking about the NFC North. We got the Packers, Lions, Vikings, and the Bears. The Bears. Also, we got a little bit of news coming from the fantasy world outside of football. Well, it baseball. is football. From the baseball world. From the baseball, from the baseball world. world. Giving us fantasy football drama. Yeah, love to see it. Mr. Joe Green, why don't you break it down for us? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys the outline here. So, here we go with the mic. So, Jock Peterson plays on the um, – oh, I'm blanking. He played on the Giants baseball. last year. He, played, he plays baseball. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and Tommy Fan, another baseball player, had a fantasy football league. And uh, Tommy Fan smacked Jock Peterson, apparently warm-ups – in the face. The Dodgers. They play uh, for the Dodgers. I, I think – wait, no. Dodgers and the Padres. Well, all right. Well, well, who cares about those details yeah. anyway? But, yeah, the baseball, baseball players. So, the league – Those the, guys. The league was a $10,000 buy-in. Cheap. Uh, 12-man league. It's cheap, he says. Um, <clears throat> and Jock pretty much explained Tommy slapped him because Jock had put a player on IR to pick up another player. And Tommy said it was against their IR rules. So it wasn't like they don't have standard IR rules. Like they must have something different. Like we had with well, COVID. Like the the one new COVID rules. Right. Yeah. Like we had COVID. So we added, you could add those players to IR, but not like other injured players. Okay. So I don't know what the rules were. I'm just speculating. So, and then, <clears throat> so Tommy fan got upset that he was called so he did this in another league tommy fan put a player on ir put the same player that jock peterson put on ir and jock was like well you did it in another league so that's hypocritical but the the rules in that league were different from the one they're in different league different rules different league different rules right um so tommy like so so jock started like just making fun of them in a group chat they have like all of them are in a group chat and Jock starts sending all these memes about how the uh, Padres suck, pretty yeah, much. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, Tommy gets pissed and leaves the league mid-season. Can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. Can't do that. And um, then he's like, "I'm not forgetting this." So he said he was disrespectful to his money because, uh, you know, it was ten thousand dollars, whatever. He said he wasn't taking it serious. Last place had to play an additional ten thousand dollars. Tommy was in second place when he left the league and didn't let it go. So when he saw him, smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> And and also, uh, Van was suspended for three games, and he also got Mike Trout wrapped into it. It's apparently Trout's the commissioner, but Trout didn't want to be commissioner, but Tommy didn't want to be commissioner either. He said, I don't got time for this shit, so he made Trout be commissioner and then called him the worst fantasy commissioner of all time. This is I, why I'm not commissioner no more. Yeah, I, listen, if I've learned anything from playing fantasy, there's no good commissioner. The commissioner's always just shit. There's no good one. It's all even, corrupt. Even if you do nothing, you're just, you're corrupt. 
You're or wrong. you do too much and you're corrupt as well. Yeah. <laughs> because you're I... making up rules like I did. <laughs> yeah, so air like quotes. I did. Air quotes. I did. Which is not true. Making up rules. I'm just, you know, I'm the man, so I gotta make rules. It's Mike. hard to be the. It's hard to be the man in power. Are you mm. comparing yourself to Mike Trout? Yeah, because I'm complaining about this 10k buy-in. That's cheap. That's cheap. It, I will say it is a little cheap. I mean, for for a guaranteed contract in the MLB. All... I know Jock Pearson's a big player. He makes that money. I have my Mike tr- Trout makes he's like the, a million dollars a strikeout. So none, none of it makes sense. It's not enough. But you gotta be held accountable. With 10K is not doing nothing to nobody. Yeah, yeah it's it is the commissioner's it's a fault. It's a it's it, a it's a commissioner's fault. It's a commissioner's fault. He should have just dropped that player for him and said that's it. Yeah. Well, he has not. to step in and 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 you know yeah. faci- like lay down the law. Like, what is the rule there? Coming, coming from the guy who doesn't step in. This is why you gotta have a hand. This is why you have to have the commissioner handbook. This is why. I've that's been... why you need the, the constitution. Yes, that's why that you need I've constitution. This is why I've been co-commissioner because <laughs> Joe Green doesn't ever want to step in. He doesn't want to step in, but he, at least he writes it. I write. Yeah, he, the write rules. he writes it. I told you what the rules are. You stick by the rules. That's yeah. it. And I'm trying to get around them. Everyone's trying to get around them. That's why, especially you, your own self. Yeah. Listen, I know the Constitution, so I know the ways around the Constitution. Of That's course, why. you're a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's kick this off. We're gonna start off with the Packers, the Cheeseheads, baby. When I, you know, last week we I went over the distance traveled, and uh, we kind, well, not we, we all kind of did, especially me. We didn't really put it all together and i this week i put in the rank of schedule i know that is a little bit of questionable is this uh, just to clarify again just strength schedule this time or is this, this, the, okay. the top one is going to be we have the distance traveled so 18th, 18th most their mid pack and then, and then their 22 schedule. is how uh easy or hard this schedule is and they're ranked 22 got it makes sense so they're kind of in the middle of the pack this year both ways and that's just take it how you want with the Packers, we have the biggest trade of the, one of the biggest trades of the offseason. We have Devontae Adams going to Las Vegas Raiders for right, right after Aaron Rodgers resigned. Yes, right after. <laughs> I think I think it was like a week. It it was, yeah, it was like a co- like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, right after. The Raiders gave up a first and a second to the Packers, who then signed Rodgers. According to them, they had to trade Adams because they weren't going to give that contract and they had to sign their defensive players, especially Rodgers. Well, he just wanted out. Well, that too, yeah. He he didn't want to come back. But it made sense. They had to sign players. Yeah. Key additions this year for the Packers, Sammy Watkins. Hype train coming back. Hype train. Christian Watson's their uh, second-round pick, along with, uh, what was the other one? Dotson, I think is his last name. Romeo Dubs, fourth round pick out of Nevada. I'm going with Dubs. Dubs? That looks more like Dubs to me. We have a, we have I, a, I think Dubs is a better last name, though. I agree, but they're Dubes. both good last names. Yeah. Those are key players of addition. Obviously, Devontae Adams is a loss. Valdez Stanton is a loss. All that left for this rival senior corp, it's not much. It's Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, the rookie, um, Watson. They also have uh, Watkins and Rogers Amari, which was a third-round pick 
last year. I like that. Rogers Amari. Yeah. No, sorry, it's, it's, it's Amari Rogers. It's Amari Rogers. Yeah. Rogers Amari. <laughs> start He's a big body guy. So let's start off with Aaron Rodgers and what we expect without Adams on this team. What do you think that's going to happen this year, Billy? Well, first, I'd like to see the confidence that he exudes on the golf course today. Because he's to have that match. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Do I don't know. know. It's going on right now. It's yeah. They teed off at five. Nice. Uh, besides that, I don't know. You asked if he's going to be a top ten fantasy quarterback, and I'm not sure if he will be. I think it'll be right around that cusp. I'm not, there's no shot he's going into my top five. There's a big drop off because he's he's a man of trust. He's trusted Devonte Adams for so long, peppered him with targets year in year out. You know, Devonte could have three guys on him. And he's the ball is going his way, but now it's kind of who's he gonna latch on to? Mm-hmm. And I'm worried, a little worried. Well, this uh, he won back to back MVPs, right? Was I him? don't know. I know he won last year. I don't know who won last this year. I'll look if, it up. if he does this, he's going for the three peat. Yeah, but well, do you? All right, forget the even three peat. Yeah, it is going for a three peat. Is he all even right. a top ten fantasy quarterback? No. Well, he was uh, last year. It's going to be around there. It's well, going to be around obviously. nine or ten. Okay. That's that's my opinion because he'll find a way. He's a playmaker. The people around him are playmakers. You have Aaron Jones, who's a great pass catcher, right? which who I think we'll get into when we start talking more about the running backs. He'll be more of a receiver coming out. Um, there's a lot of opportunity going around here on this team, and it's just where is Aaron gonna go? That's the that's the bigger question because you're not gonna get the 12, 13 touchdowns that you're guaranteed with Adams. You're not gonna get the 110, 120 receptions. It's just not it's not possible. So where does it all go? So back in 2019, Adams missed four games for them in that time frame Aaron Rodgers had thrown for over a 90 um QBR it's more like 120 he averaged over 300 yards during that time and he threw for plenty of uh, touchdowns during that time <laughs> plenty of touchdowns I'm so confused stat. at everything you just said I know because I, you don't see this he didn't, he didn't average it out or I didn't average it out I can just do out. the math in my head L- listen you want me to read it yeah read uh, it please yeah, I can. Aaron Rodgers against Dallas he threw for 238 yards Aaron Rodgers against the Detroit Lions 283 yards 500 Aaron Rodgers against Oakland 429 yards Aaron Rodgers against the Kansas City uh, the Chiefs, 305 yards. Okay, he averaged 940. 940 plus, what's the last one? 305? 305. This is just for, yards. I'm saying per game. Yards. You know, he's averaging 300 yards. And it's game. four games divided by 12, about 300 yards. Yeah, that's what I said. How many touchdowns? A lot of them? Plenty of Two, five, oh, yeah, Sorry, plenty. Two, of five, and eight. A plethora. Two, five, and eight? Yes. And Wait, there's what? four games. Two, five, and eight? He has zero touchdowns to one game. He's zeros. The, this is the third goose egg. He has a goose egg against Dallas. Listen, if you look at all six, he had 17 touchdowns. I know it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, but I was just talking about 2019. I don't know why this is so confusing. Yeah, I oh, always said oh, 2019. Just, just you guys 2000... just don't hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Ten all touchdowns. Right. Let's just make it clear. These stats are pretty impressive without Adams. But that being said, look at the teams that he played against. 
D, uh, Dallas, Dallas in 2019 had was breaking records on giving passing yards per yeah. game. Detroit has always been garbage. Oakland has always been garbage. Kansas City has always been garbage. Kansas City was really bad in the secondary. New Orleans, good. Back in 2020, that was 283 yards. They have Lattimore. Uh, and then uh, the Falcons are dog water. So yeah. we have horrible teams, and he obviously passed on them. Does that mean that he's going to be good yeah. without Adams? I don't know. You take it how you want. He's a Hall of Famer. He was good before Adams. He'll be good after Adams. It's just I'm not concerned where his his talent level is still always going to be there. It's just is he going to get frustrated when the guy, when, like, Alan Lazard can't make a catch in triple coverage? Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to cry like a baby and say he doesn't want to play football anymore. He's going to go do Jeopardy. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff with him now. You know, like we joke about it, but it's true. Like, is his head fully in it? Is, is he, he married or is he not married? He's not married. He's not married. Are they back together or are they not back together? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's a whole lot of stuff. All right, let's uh, let's move on. We got the running backs. Obviously, obviously, A.J. Dillon. He's going into his fourth year. No, third year. A.J. Dillon, second-round pick, which – Kind of makes up a lot because fifth-round pits, you know you have that fifth-year option. Now, they're coming short. It's almost time to pay him next year. What are they going to do now with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones? I, th- I think they keep them both going into the future because that's that's where this is headed. That It's going to become a run-heavy offense. They're not, they're not bringing in top-level talent. They've showed year in, year out in the draft that – Hey, we're not going to draft one of these top wide receivers, and we're just going to figure it out. We'll draft a, a, an athletic guy, a tall guy, and we'll just we'll make the offense work because Aaron Rodgers is that good. But we're going to rely on the run game, and it also helps Aaron Aaron Jones, phenomenal pass catcher. You can line him out out wide. You can line him in the slot. You can swing him from the backfield. He can catch the ball anywhere, anytime. Um. I've talked a lot of shit about Aaron Jones on this podcast. Year in, year out. I was wrong, and I'm very high on Aaron Jones this year. Got nothing else to say about Aaron Jones ever let me, again. Let me back up the stat. Um, based off attempts, they look pretty split, but given the fact that Jones missed two games last year, Jones still had 187 to his 171 uh, attempts last year. Okay. Yeah. And that's with with missing two games. Yeah, Aaron Jones also had sixty five targets to his thirty seven, and caught more than twenty passes more. They both equaled the same yardage almost. But that being Aaron Jones, he has the touchdown. Sits two. Wait, Dylan had two touchdowns. I thought he had five. Uh, for passing. Passing. Oh. He's just talking straight passing touchdowns. Um. Aaron Jones also more efficient. He's I, Aaron Jones is the better player. Right? The better athlete can do more in the field, so he's usually on the field more, even if he's not getting that work. There's there's plenty of times last year where they were both on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they're both going to be fantasy relevant. They're both most likely be top. I get probably top twenty running backs as long as they both stay healthy. 
I don't want to stretch too far and say because I I'm a little afraid of the offense without Devontae and like I want to see some games first. It's not gonna pull me away from like drafting Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon. It's more of are they gonna be in the red zone enough for AJ Dillon to to bang it into the into the end zone? Like what's the deal with that? It's a lot of lot of question marks. You know, there's no guaranteed passing work outside of truly Aaron Jones going to get the targets out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. That's I the did. only thing for sure we know yep. out of this offense. I'm staying away from both uh, both of them this year. I don't know where they're going. Um, I would lead towards A.J. Uh, AJ Dillon just for the simple fact of where you're drafting him. A.J. Jones, I mean, Aaron Jones is just, he is injury prone. He, he only missed two games, but he was always out. He's always on yeah, the sideline. Yeah, he was he was banged up a few times, left a couple games early. Like those the missing two games isn't tr- like a true only two games. It was more like four or five. And the fact that it is going into the third year for AJ Dillon, they have to see exactly what they got. They they don't have to pay him this year. They're not paying two running backs thirteen plus mil. It's just not happening. So that's off. We're gonna have a wide receivers. We're gonna talk quickly about this because there's not much to say. Um, we have Ad- we have Lazard. We're gonna basically talk about the rookies real quick. We're gonna talk about Christian Watson's their second round pick, thirty fourth overall pick. Monster talent coming from South Dakota. Six foot four, two hundred eight pounds. Ran a four four three, four four. Average twenty yards per catch. Yeah. Over one hundred five catches last year. He is a kick returner. Billy laughed at me for putting this, but... It's just the way it was written. It said, scored two kickoff return touchdowns and could be Packers week one returner. As if they didn't draft him to be a wide receiver, they drafted him to be a kick returner. That's the way, like, you wrote it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's just what we're going with. And then I reminded him Randall Cobb was a a first-round pick and went to All-Pro as a rookie returner. Then we have Romeo... Dubs, dubs. Dubs. Fourth round pick from Nevada. 132nd pick. He's He has a length. He's six foot one. 204 pounds. They basically say he's deep threat. He's just a straight line guy type player. Back to back 1,000 yards. Um, I don't see much coming from him his rookie year. I think Watson is going to be the key guy. It'd be interesting to see exactly how big he's going to be. Is he going to be a second round pick gem like Jefferson? I don't know. I doubt it. Um, he's coming from not really a name name brand school. He's not from Alabama, LSU, Georgia. So, how much is learning this playbook gonna be? I know his father was a player, so maybe that helps him out a little bit with the playbook. Um, he's a big, strong, fast target. Absolutely, he's got all the physical attributes. It's just he's the perfect. We'll see. Perfect wide receiver. Yeah, there's. Nothing wrong with him. Let's see how much he goes. When we do the rankings, that's going to be interesting of where we put him because there's not much to go here between Lazard, Aaron Jones. I don't think Cobb is going to be much. He's always injured. Um, yeah, so Robert Tynan coming back. Yeah, from injury. Yeah. yeah. Sammy Watkins is still there. Sammy Watkins, we never know. what The, the first three games, he's a Hall of Famer. The king. <laughs> and after that. First week king. <laughs> Week one, King. The good part about this is the division they play in. 
If Sammy Watkins emerges as the wide receiver one in this team for the whole year, are you guys surprised? Will you guys take deal with my shit the whole year? <laughs> I, I, when was it when he said he was going to be top ten at the end? That was that was, was like three years, two three years, years ago. ago, two or three years ago. Yeah, death taxes in week one. Sammy Watkins, love it. Uh, I will say real quick. I know you, you really weren't speaking much on the other receivers. I, this is going to be sound like a hot take, but I guarantee you, Alan Lazard's a top fifteen wide receiver this year. I, I Lazard, I always loved that a player. His height to measurables is pretty impressive. I think he's six foot five. Like, yeah. he's the same he, thing as Watson's, a little bit bigger. He dropped a lot of really important balls late yeah. in the year last year. It's also can he stay healthy too? I mean, that, it, it said yeah. he only missed two games, but he, I, I'm telling you, it's more than that. The year before he missed six. Yeah. yeah so, I'm, touchdown. I, I'm just saying, he's touchdown machine. Absolutely. Can he handle the twelve to fourteen targets a game? I don't know. I don't even think he'll get that. I think he might get 10. That's too, that's what you need. We didn't talk about Tanyan, but Tanyan's back. He's coming from ACL, though, so I don't know when he will be available. Um, uh, he should be healthy. He right? should be. He got, he, he got yeah, hurt early should, in the year. Yeah, it should be pretty mm-hmm. decent, but what I, can he, what can be year one from a tight end? I don't know. People aren't drafting Robert Tanyan, man. Well, did we draft him last year. Uh, yeah, eh, he was pretty bad. Up He's touchdown or bust. We already know that. Well, there's a lot of touchdowns to go around this year. Absolutely. Next off, we're going to talk about the Detroit Lions. Sneaky. Sneaky, Sneaky Lions. Way, Sneaky. Better, way better transition than from last week. You don't, you, we're kicking off. You want my right ball or my left ball? <laughs> both. Uh, as long as he gets to kick it off first. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Detroit Lions, <laughs> baby. His transition. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Detroit Lions, I think I think the the uh, how far they travel versus their rank of schedule is pretty interesting because they do have the their second least travel team, only eight thousand miles, eight time zones. They're not going nowhere. They're taking the city bus, and they have twenty eighth ranked schedule, which is pretty easily done. You know their their hardest competition is going to be the Green Bay Packers all year. That's stout competition, though. Yeah. The key additions are going to be Jameis Wilson and DJ Chark. Jameis Williams. Jameson. Yeah, it's Jameson Williams. What did I say? You said Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> said my last name. What's his last name? Williams. Williams. Really? Why did I have? Why did I have that? I have a myriad of reasons why you wrote something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so let me correct this because I'm gonna say it all day long, and it's right there too. It's Damn. literally in a different color. It's a different color. <laughs> Two you lines I tell right you. Below you. Different colors it change everything. Didn't help you. <laughs> didn't help at all. Did he lost? I just wrote this as a laugh. It was Trey Flowers. Yeah. What a horrible contract that was. I don't think that had any fantasy in It has nothing. Either. I just want I put lol at the end. <clears throat> lol. Lol. I had a DJ Chark too. I don't know if you mentioned it. Yeah, I did. Said I, it. I okay. mentioned I just that's my up. boy. I was LSU stuck God. The, stuck on the William Wilson part for a little. All right, boys. So we're talking about Jared Goff. Do we think that he's gonna be good enough to support more than two fantasy relevant players? He's done it before. He did. And they, the, the, I don't know if the the offense suits it because they still want to run the ball. Um, Jamison Williams is by far the best wide receiver on this team. Will be whenever he comes back. You're about to say, well, you, but you, he'll be, he'll you're be hating back. on Saint Brown, baby. That's my guy. Saint Brown is only going to see the field third down. 
I'm like he's not gonna be out. He's not. He's gonna be on the. He's not in every down wide receiver. He's gonna be game. every down wide receiver on this team. I don't think so. Once, once DJ Chark is fully healthy, he's not as good as you. You're also debating if Chark is gonna be healthy. He hasn't Should stayed be. healthy. Should be. And then you have TJ Hawkinson. You have DeAndre Swift who catches balls. A lot of mouths to feed. Your boy Quintus Cephas. Oh, there's a lot of. Did they have Khalif Raymond? No. Yeah, they did. Josh Reynolds. I don't know if he's still there though. Josh Reynolds. He used to be on the uh, on the Rams with golf. You know, there's there's history there. Well, that's this is the whole concern. Like, can you support more than two? Yeah, it's just like he's, it, he's done it before, right? That's like, right. He's done it before. Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup got hurt that year. Like, but he was having a great year, and they had Todd Gurley go off. Can they like? get something similar here like they have DeAndre Swift, Hawkinson, we mentioned all the guys, Williams, St. Brown, a lot of guys. Now, what what was the the big thing when it was the Rams? Their defense was amazing. Their defense was they amazing. They had the ball a lot. They had one of the top offensive lines. Yep. That year. Now, going into that, I think their offensive line has the potential to be one of the top offensive lines. Mm -hmm. And I think their defense is very good. And their defense has definitely gotten a lot better. I think the only question mark is going to be at their their secondary with their corners and their safeties. Um, just because they're young and they need players to play up to their expectation. Uh, their, their, his offensive line is, I mean, between, I mean, they have should have all pro center, and then their right tackle is going to be one of the best this year, I believe. With uh, I can't say his name, Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell. I said that pretty good. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Um, but the last five games, he was one of the best right tackles in the league. Um, and don't forget that he missed. He didn't even play the year before because of COVID. He had to miss his whole year. Wait, Penny Sewell missed his whole rookie? No, he didn't. Not his rookie year. His uh, his college, his college. Year. He, yeah, he, he didn't. So play he didn't play college. college. Then he goes to the NFL. Obviously, he was young too. I think he's twenty years old in the NFL. So, there's definitely a lot to look at this team and love it. You got one of the best tight ends. This is this gonna be a a sneaky good team. We said it last week, and you'll hear it a lot this year. There's a lot of opportunity for young players to come up and make big things happen it's just like i like uh st brown is he going to um take that step up when now that there's competition there is the question and also is he going to have 120 targets considering hawkinson uh missed the five games five games at the end of the year and also they're going to have a rookie uh right receiver as uh, williams I have a I have a very peculiar stat. I know you're a big TJ Hawkinson guy. I love TJ. Did you know he only has one 100 yard game? Yeah. He's gone 39 straight games without 100 yards. His it's all touchdowns, baby. His first game, he had 100 yards. He hasn't had one since. Yeah, that's a whole other issue. Like, you know, he's on his contract year now. This is his fourth season. Yeah. Like they got to think about picking up his fifth year option and then paying him. They got his fifth year already. Oh, so they got to think about paying him, and you know they picked him eighth overall. Think about that. Yeah, like, he, his his fifth year contract is pretty pretty high. It's yeah. sizable. So you know, and nothing against TJ, but he ain't no Kyle Pitts. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> damn right. That's my keeper. 
But Hawkinson's definitely better than that uh, Browns <laughs> tight end, 100%. Oh, TJ, uh, Njoku. Njoku, 100%. Uh, Joe Green, tell us uh, when we expect Jameson Williams to come back. What are the expectations? Well, it's, it's eight-month to nine-month recovery, so you figure what timeline what was it, January 10th? You got hurt? No. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it should be cleared as soon as, well, July 10th, theoretically. If, yeah. Uh, he was hurt in the first quarter, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got yeah. three more quarters. <laughs> you got three more quarters worth of rest. <laughs> Just say it. I, yeah, but you, got, you figure he'll be he'll be back for the start of the season, but like. Do you think, they, lo- you think he's going to be active yeah, it, game one? Ooh. Do you think he's going to be put on the PUP list? That's the question. Does he start on the PUP list? Or uh, if he starts on the IR, he's out for the whole year. They're not going to put him on IR. Nah, there's no need. He probably – I wouldn't be shocked if they put him on PUP because he's a rookie. Like, there's no reason to rush him back. They're not yeah. competing for a championship. Mm-hmm. And this division, there's a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like, as we go through this, like, we're talking – we're going to spend a good amount of time on each of these teams, and it's just like none of these teams really excite any of us. But the Lions are – Well, the Lions are silence. Lions are they – have, they have something working. Like, there's teams that didn't do – have done nothing. I mean, the last time I was this excited about the Lions, I was winning a VFL championship back in <laughs> 2012. I think, I think, listen, they're a really exciting team with their weapons. I just think, yeah. fantasy wise, who's going to be the guy, right? Like, I don't think St. Brown goes crazy like yeah. he did. Um, as excited as you were for him to be your keeper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excited as I was, you know, them drafting Jameson Williams probably hurt that. Picking up DJ Chark, they still have Hawkinson. Does DeAndre Swift see, you know, 71 – what do you have? 78 targets again? Eh, probably not. It's it's a lot of question marks. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's very similar to the Packers offense. It's like, who's going to step up? Let's quickly just talk about DJ Chark. Coming off of a broken ankle, which happened last year, he is fully recovered. Um, his best year was 2019. He played 15 games. Had over a thousand yards. He also had a almost 120 targets that year, only 73 receptions. I don't see this happening again. I know that was his big year. He's all pro wide right receiver that year. I just don't see. That. Obviously, we're not going to see the targets, um, and I don't think he has that ability to go downfield and just make those big yak plays. So it's going to be touchdown or bust for him, I believe. He had eight on in the 2009 season. Can we expect the 2019. same? 2019. Can we expect, you know, somewhere in that range of t- uh, touchdowns for him? I don't know. No. Don't think so either. Me either. Hey, he's um, – they paid him $10 million. So he definitely – they have plans for him being, like, a part of the offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but can you is, is a part of the offense 120 targets? No, no. no. I mean, he we're talking about when Minshew and and that whole gang was just chucking balls. Can I just say, look at his stats when Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback. Seven I mean, receptions. It's seven receptions. It's brutal. In four games. Four. <laughs> and he was hurt already. At 22 targets. He only it. caught seven. Trevor Lawrence would have bust. Continue. That's it. That's all I have to say about the Lions. Yeah. We're not going to talk about Swift other than the fact that if you've seen his photo recently, he is juicing. 
Yeah. Please. <laughs> he is Somebody big. random. Drug I know. Test I know guy. his father is a bodybuilder, but come on, he's juices too. If you don't, if you look at any bodybuilder, they're all juicing. If they say different, they're lying to you. Maddie, Some, bro. Somebody get that guy a random drug test. Yeah. <laughs> I think he like. I mean, just to touch on him quickly. It's just the injuries, man. It's just, it's always it's just, the, just injuries. the injuries. The guy's been banged up so. Listen, much. If he stays healthy all year, you know you got a deal. You got a he's, top he, top he, ten he's running back easily. You you know he's <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, Will it's the Fuller, Will Fuller. Will Fuller two point is yeah. is the other side. Yeah, not to mention Lions running backs just just go concussions and everything else. They're just known for their hard nose. That's what it is. He plays so they're, they're biting kneecaps. Could this be man? best two point No, he's better than David. But we said this last year. I remember the same comment. He's better than that. (laughs) Any Lions running back ever? That's just David Best. (laughs) David Best. That's who compares. Reggie Bush. (laughs) Next up, we got the Vikings. Traveling a little bit. Traveling a lot. They're in the middle of the pack. They're ranked 19 in travel yards. Travel Uh, miles. Travel miles. I don't know why yards. Yards to work as well. 18,000. Plus miles, 22 time zones. They're ranked. Uh, schedule is 20th right now. The big thing here is they have a new coach. It's Kevin O'Connell, formal offensive coordinator for Rams. Who, I must say, led Stafford and Cup to the most, to their best career years. Why don't white crime? Why don't white crime? <laughs> So we, can we see that again? Is that what you're saying? Can we see why I no, white crime but again? I, I, Adam I have I have a key player. I have a key player here that I'm going to like speak about later on. It's going to be the different white on white crime. Okay. I didn't write any key additions. They don't really have much key losses. They did nothing. They did nothing. They added. A, they drafted a rookie offensive lineman. Yes, they drafted a rookie. Well, yeah. we, but we haven't really talked about offensive lineman. He's from LSU, Ed Ingram. Um, key losses, all defense. They haven't lost any rival series or nothing. So actually, they lost Conklin. Tyler Conklin is is yeah. lost to the Jets. But Irv Smith's back. But Irv Smith's back. Irv. So it was a swap. <clears throat> as long as he's healthy. Healthy. Yeah. Finally healthy. And I don't want to talk about Cousins because Cousins is the same year in and out. It doesn't matter who he's throwing to. Mister Consistency. Mister Four Thousand throws less than ten picks. You know, he can't run for his life. Going to have 30 touchdowns every year. I do think last year was his best season, believe it or not, though. Yeah, I mean, we're talking we're talking, yeah, it was, we're talking inches of how much he's gained. All right? Yeah, <laughs> but no, it was definitely his best season. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about K.J. Osborne. Okay. Yeah. Every year we talk about wide receivers going into the third year that are going to make that big jump and how far the jump going to be, especially in fantasy-wise. So, last year, I named players like um, the Jazz wide receiver. What's his name now? The big contract boy. What? Which one? Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk. He made a big year three jump in fantasy. Then we have the people that... Statement. What do you mean? He was like wide receiver 30-something. I guess that is a big jump for him. He went from, from 45 80. to 30. It's like <laughs> I mean, we have plenty a of other... A point a game. But no, I agree that Kirk Cousins, uh, Christian Kirk made a jump. We also we a say, huge jump. We said like two to year back three. to Metcalf. We can name a ton of players that go from year two to year three that make that big jump. And what is that? I have KJ Osborne as one of my players that I think is going to make a huge jump. Um, tell me that stat that I wrote down, uh, Joe Green. 
when targeting Osborne in the slot, the passer rating to wait what passer rating soared to one forty seven point four, which is the highest in the entire league. <laughs> Uh, I have a I have something to say about that stat though. Okay. Justin Jefferson most likely doubled. Adam Thielen definitely covered by the other yes, corners. So KJ Osborne's out there running around with like a lineman guarding him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but but you still <laughs> they have a nose tackle. You need to say the same thing Covering with Cup. Him. It's the highest. Cup is a slot wide receiver playing for the Rams. Cup is a top five talent in the league, though. KJ Osborne is not. Exactly what I'm saying. This is a stat that is going to boost okay. up what I'm saying. He's going to be a, a lot boost, boost, better boost, this boost, year. Boost. <laughs> I need the sound bite. Boost. Boost. <laughs> boost. But you're saying that it. I was, I'm so, just pointing out so, that 147.4 is absurd. Uh, and it's very he good. He wasn't. Yeah. It, it's very good. Yeah. So now I have a stat. Oh, another stat mm. to back it up. Not back it up. It tells you how he wasn't used properly. The Vikings converted on just 36.4% of their third downs last year, which ranked 26 over the league. Okay? They Minnesota moved the chains just 83 times of the 228 times. Okay. You say the slot receiver is there for third down. You got to push the chains. Their head coach comes from the Rams, Kevin O'Connell, who led Cup to the best season he's ever had. Yes. Who plays? <laughs> who plays in the slot? Yeah. <laughs> they have Mr. Consistent Kirk Cousins. Their mm-hmm. offensive line is decent. Uh, they're hoping that uh, Christian Derisaw has a better year because he was injured basically the whole year. They have second round pick uh, Cleveland Ezra. They have a second round pick Ingram. So they have a good right tackle Brian O'Neill. I have this team doing pretty decent. I wouldn't be shocked if they win this uh, division. They got to learn how to play defense. That's true, but that's why they they used almost every pick besides the second round pick on defense. Mm-hmm. Every free agent they picked up was on defense. What does this have to do with KJ Osborne? Now, now no, 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 but I'm <laughs> just, I, I I think Mike, it, to, right. to clarify, I don't want to cut you off. But to clarify, I wasn't laughing because I because you think that KJ Osborne's have a great year, and I think you're crazy. It's the way like you're using your hands and staring into my eyes, like I'm looking. You're talking you. to me like you're. It's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> we solved the mystery yeah. of murder. I'm trying to. It is, I agree. I'm putting I, it all together. I'm putting the head coach. Connecting the dots. I'm connecting the dots. I'm putting the head coach, KJ Osborne. Where's my team? And hat? his big and and his third year booster. Boost. Booster. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now. Then I have big expectations from him. I don't disagree. I okay. Like I, we talked about it last year when he broke out for a few games. That yes. it was a great. And I, I said he was my uh, should be picked up off waiver wire. He was playable towards the end of the year. And then he wasn't. But then yeah. he wasn't. Yes. But yeah, he, no. It's... He had 82 targets last year, 50 receptions for 655 yards. That's a 147 passer rating. Listen, that's I, wild. I just tell that's you, wild. I, I just tell it's from the slot. Well, it's yeah, from yeah. the slot. Yeah. 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 He had seven yeah. touchdowns last year, which was pretty damn good with that amount of targets and receptions. And they got the slot receiver whisperer, Kevin O'Connell. There you go. The guy who made yeah, Cooper not, Cup. Not, not, not Sean McVay. <laughs> not Sean McVay. It was Kevin I mean, it's, it's both. <laughs> it's both. I Listen, I don't disagree. Okay. I think Osborne is an ownable player. I don't. He's a draftable player. 
Yeah, sorry. But like, Get he's not going to be like a waiver wire guy. He's only. not a waiver wire no more. Like, he could be flexed in on most games, depending on obviously what you're small if enough. You're... <laughs> small enough. <laughs> I need a drink after that. After yeah. that, uh, that was, speech. Yeah. I think he passed. I thought you went crazy for a bit. That's... I really do. I think he passed. There we go. I think he surpasses Thielen this year. I thought Thielen last year was starting to show his age. Yeah, he's starting to show his age a little bit. But Talk about Thielen. Back-to-back years with de- decreased yards. Still 10 touchdowns. He's an old guy in the locker room. The trend is getting older. I'm trying to think. how. But how he has that? back-to-back years with 10-plus mm-hmm. touchdowns. 31 years old. He's going to be 32. He's His yards cut from 925 to 726 in the past two years. He's going to be 32 this year. That's two he, games. That's a two-game difference, and he missed two games. No, he missed a lot. He only played 13 games. Well, two games less than – Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, from last year. Yeah, that's, la- that's what I'm talking 2020, about. he played 15 games. 2021, he played 13. So we're expecting 10 games this year. What? <laughs> he just – he played 10 in 2019, and yeah. then he went up to How many 15, touchdowns do you have then? I'm just joking uh, with that trend yeah, in I, games. I, I he, had, that. he had six touchdowns six in touchdowns. 2019. He was on pace for 10. Yeah. Because that's all he does is score touchdowns. It's true. That's all he needs. Well, to make him fancy relevant, it's all he needs. Yeah, it's facts. But I but, 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 then, but, but then, then you also bring in Irv Smith. But you also have Osborne having seven. It's impressive. And but, Jefferson yeah. probably with nine. I don't know how many. No, no, ten. It's, you scroll up. He had ten. He had ten. Dylan had ten. ten. And Osborne yep. had seven. So there's 27 right there. Yeah. Conklin had three. Irv Smith is a much better player than Tyler Conklin. Well, yeah, we talked about, we talked about that next. Yeah. Yeah. But I... No. Just flip. I really think Osborne passes Thielen this year. I love you. It's... I would kiss you if I could. <laughs> you could. <laughs> um, last year I was in the Irv Smith train. Yes, we all were. Yep. And <clears throat> unfortunately, tore his meniscus. What? It's like it's like the the bitchiest knee injury you could possibly have. Like it's not like <laughs> it is the, basically the same thing as an ACL. It's the muscle that's behind the ACL. Yeah, but I know, I know, like some people I went to high school with, he he was walking fine. Yeah, you can't play football with it. I, I don't think you. I think you had fine. surgery. Uh, let's That's get why. out of the surgery. Let's start, we'll start running. <laughs> okay. It's only a little thing. You're right. I know some it's people. A, it's have, a wee little. Some people don't your, even have them in your strongest part of your body. <laughs> anyway. You said some people don't have meniscuses. Yeah, after they tear it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a dad joke. It's a real bad joke. <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. Irv right. Smith. Irv Smith. I, so, I just think he's got he's the ability. The ability is there. Yeah, the ability is there. Can he stay healthy? Because the targets will be there if he's healthy. So let's just go into a little bit of a bat story. I will Last say, year. Sorry. You're cutting me off. Sorry. I just I apologize. <laughs> okay. If Irv Smith stays healthy all year, the value of Conklin, uh, not Conklin, of um, Osborne, Osborne goes down. You would hope. You would think. Not hope. I don't hope. I don't hope. <laughs> would you agree? I put my name on it. My already. question is, would you agree? Yeah. I you would you had targets are gonna go somewhere yes. else. Okay. So I'm just sending the, the the time zone, all right? Last year we were all high on him. So was the Vikings. They released Kyle Rudolph and his job was gonna be guaranteed to be a baller. Okay? Then he gets injured and Tyler Conklin comes in and shows us kinda what we expect. He should be doing. Yeah. Okay. Tyler Conklin last year had 593 yards, 87 targets, 61 catches, and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 
those, I mean, you're saying Osborne goes down, but those are kind of the similar numbers I'm expecting from him besides touchdowns. Yeah, I think touchdowns go up. I I could see about the 90, 95 targets. Nothing crazy, mm-hmm. but like like we said, the reason why Osborne did so well, because there's the nose tackle in coverage, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get the same thing with Irv. You'll get a lineman on him, a linebacker on him that's just not as fast, not not as athletic, and it's he's going to beat him. Every we time. all agree that Tyler Conklin is not as good as of course, Ursa yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So we're all projecting, if not this, something better at tight end. Man, yeah. uh, hopefully, Ke- hopefully. Kevin O'Connell. They asked him about Irv Smith actually today, and he said that he's going to be a major part of what we do. Now that could be uh, like a Tyler be. Higby, That's, like yeah, like a Tyler Higby kind of guy. <laughs> Tyler Higby also had his best year last year with who? Matthew Stafford. Come I agree. on, I agree, I agree. I, I, you lined it up perfectly. <laughs> the new Rams are the Vikings. The new Rams. It could. They be. actually have like a similar yes. set of yeah. talents. Yes. Yeah. The only thing they there. don't have is a defense. Yeah. But like I said. My point was is that, and this is my last thing, they, they ranked 24 in total defense last year. Their whole objective this past year was to do all defense. And I, I'm not – this is fantasy relevant, but I'm telling you the Vikings are making a push well, for this division. At some point it is because every week we were talking about whoever was playing the Vikings secondary is going to go off. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They were 31st last year in, in yards allowed and I believe receptions to wide receivers, so – at what point is it not fantasy relevant and it is? And how many games were like, let's just see what happens in the Vikings? We were all saying the Vikings were just gonna like at the end of the fourth quarter they were just getting those extra fantasy points for no reason. Yeah, like the like if you play a lot of DFS, the, the wide receiver two against the Vikings was just free. Yeah, it was just so free. So there's always there's always angles to things, but we'll see. We're gonna talk about Davin Cook just real quick. We have a key stat from our Joe Green. <laughs> yeah, I, I listen, it's not even really a key stat. It, I know we weren't there was not much to discuss about Dalvin Cook, but if you draft him, just know that he's only gonna get you thirteen, fourteen games. He hasn't played more than fourteen games his entire career. So That's, it's always at the end of the year. Yeah, it is. It's the wor- he misses the worst time of the year. It's always around week thirteen, fourteen. He misses a game or two and it fucks up your whole season. Yep, like last year when I played Mr. Joe Green in the playoffs and <laughs> I had Dalvin Cook and he was no longer with me. <laughs> And the sad part last year that Madison was hurt too, so yep. they didn't even, they didn't even, they I have, didn't have, even to have pick up KJ uh, CJ Ham CJ Ham. <laughs> yes, yeah, I have room Hamm. to pick him up. I already have Madison and him. That's brutal. This week's not much about running backs because you know what you're expecting this year. It's we're talking about wide receivers a lot because in this division especially is a lot of question marks, and that's kind of where we need to step in and tell you where we're, yeah. what we're thinking. Yeah, well, if you look, like, the NFC East, there's a lot of question marks running back. Like, mm-hmm. no one's questioning Dalvin Cook, David Montgomery, who we'll talk about next, and even DeAndre Swift. It's just injuries with a lot yeah. of those guys. Yes. The next up, the Bears. The Bears. So, they have the fifth least travel yards with 10,000. Eight time zones that they have to pass. They're kind of with the Lions. But they're ranked as 24th ranked in schedule ranking, which is strength not strength of schedule, ranked in schedule, however you want to say it. Now, I did last, before this, I talked about the Vikings coach. Now I'm going to talk about the Bears coach. 
they hired Matt Eberfluss. Eberfluss. Floos, Floss. No way he was getting that name right. Was, the best part is we went over it before the podcast. <laughs> Did I you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I asked him. I, I asked him. How do you say this? Boys and yeah. girls, sometimes it's fun to be late to a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he was formerly defensive coordinator for the Colts, and I'm saying this why because their team no longer is a top defense. Their team is basically supposed to be about. Tanking. They're about to yeah, tanking. They're, they're about tank. to suck They're ass. the Jaguars. They're supposed to be about Justin Fields. Okay? No. Now, Are they? They're, no. It's supposed no, to be. No, they're not. Are they? They, Them and, and the Jaguars are competing for who can put a worse product on the field. <laughs> and right now, the Bears, no. you know, after they signed Dante Pettis, it was just, <laughs> I said, you guys got it. Good job. You did it. <laughs> now, World's worst football team. <laughs> they're... Their offensive coordinator was their solving <laughs> to this. With Patrick, Co- their they hired the Packers' quarterback coach Luke Getzey to run the Chicago offense. Okay, never been an offensive coordinator. He's going to be the Pats' quarterback coach. If anything, that to me it means quick passes, because guess what? This offensive line got worse. All right. Didn't get better, got worse. They can't. Where did they get better, though? Yeah, but (laughs) no, I'm just saying the offensive line. My my whole thing about this whole team, the offensive line got worse. It can't be worse than Matt Nagy, can it? I don't know, can it? Well, the play calling can't be worse than that. Yes, but the team could still be worse. So does that even out? No, it it, it evens out. Like if the players aren't as just aren't good, and like the play calling's better, then you can blame the players and not the coach. It's like. When you're running the ball on third and nine, what are we doing? Throw the ball. Some running QB sneak on third and eight. What are we doing? <laughs> when you're punting on second down, <laughs> what are we doing? Enough giant jokes here. <laughs> the key additions: St. Brown's older brother. I can't say his first name. Equinemius. There you go. They signed the Giants Hall of Famer Dante Pettis. I really wish he would have made <laughs> He was spelt it wrong, too. That's his boy. Well, I swear to God, wrong. I tried to spell his name like 10 times looking back and forth, and I was like, nah, that's enough. <laughs> the one thing I do love is Brian uh, Pringle coming to this team. I, I it's do, Byron, isn't it? <laughs> Brian. It's definitely Byron. No, it's Byron Pringle. <laughs> anyway, Pringle. I'm not saying, saying I'm not saying this next person. I'd say Jones, Velas, Velas. Learn how to name your fucking child. <laughs> Swear to God. I don't disagree, but sometimes they do it for you, Mike. They do it for you. I think they put people on this earth just to challenge me, and I'm losing. We gotta do. Right, right, what was it? At the end of last year, we said we were gonna do a spelling bee. Spelling bee. We, we don't get need that to. done this year. We don't need a spelling bee. Can Can you please say this word? Yeah. <laughs> Can I have pronunciation? No. Okay, the, the origin, please. The key loss is a big loss, which not not last year, but it was Allen Robinson, who's yeah. currently on the Rams. Now going over this team, I think the biggest thing is going to be Justin Fields. What are you expecting out of him year two? Um, I'm not saying much because this offensive line is garbage. Fields was sacked. 36 times in only 10 game starts last year. 10. That re- he ranks 10th among all QBs who started 
most of the 18, 17 games, went into the playoffs, probably had less sacks than him. This offensive line got even worse. Their only signee was Patrick Lucas, who's going to play center for them, which is not not saying much. What? You still funny? No. I somehow, somehow put an emoji next to that entire stat. I don't know. Am I a clown to you? Am I a clown to you? I, don't know, I just thought it was funny. Am I here to make you laugh? I mean, can partially, I have, yeah. Can I have, a, can I have that... Uh, Am I a clown to you? Can I have that clip on this? Okay. <laughs> like I'm saying, I don't expect much from him. They set him up to fail. They, they it, it is. They set him up to you fail. Know what, which is funny because they said their whole thing is to set up Justin Fields to be the best player he could be, which is not true. It's a lie. They added, <laughs> yeah, a kick returner for a wide receiver. With Val- wide receiver <laughs> one. Yeah, Vilas Jones. Who's 25 years 25 old. 25 years old. He couldn't even graduate fucking college. <laughs> That's not what happened, but <laughs> sure. What, what it was he, he had a transfer portal? Yeah, he went yeah. from USC to, to uh, Tennessee. Well, if he was good enough at UFC, why didn't he just fucking get drafted? Because he was on that team with Drake London, and like they were stacked. Yeah, he was like the stacked. fifth option. But, yeah, they, yeah, G, I mean, Justin Fields is definitely – if anyone's going to be good, I mean, Justin Fields is going to have to be respectable, which is hard to see happening. Now, we're going to talk about – where did you do it? We're going to talk about Darnell Mooney, probably the only thing you're going to touch on this team. And the running back. So. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Dave Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, where, where do you expect him to run either with this offensive line? He was good last year. Uh, good the year before actually, that. He wasn't that good, and no. he was injury prone. Last year, he, he was – it was he all was right. banged up. S- some will say that Herbert was better than him when he was on the What? I mean, some. Who's some? I mean, yeah, he averaged yeah, more yards. You. Averaged more yards per carry, but 4.2 to 3.8. I don't think that was – I was like, you know. It's better. <laughs> Numbers. Yeah. This is a year three player. Mooney going to year three. Let me say this again. Year three is a special number for wide receivers. Um. Had 140 targets last year. I expect 190 because there's no one else on this fucking team. <laughs> but 140 targets to only 81 catches is not saying much. Only had 1,055 yards, four touchdowns. So he doesn't have the touchdowns. He has a decent receptions for 81, but his targets to, to receptions ratio is just garbage. Think about I mean, you know how bad that is that you had 140 targets, barely cracked a thousand yards. I'm not, I know. Saying, I'm not saying Mooney's bad. I'm just saying at 140 targets, barely cracked a thousand yards, and I only had four touchdowns. He averaged he had 13. Andy Dalton throwing the ball to him. Then I mean, Justin Fields. But he had Fields Matt Nagy 10. calling the plays. <laughs> what do you want the guy to do? 13 not, yards I'm, a catch. Yeah, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying that's absurd. The only person who had a worse yards per catch with that many targets was Jalen Model, and that's because, you yeah. know, we know who's throwing him the football. <sighs> yeah. Can't wait. The only thing I'm saying is Robinson did take some coverage away from the defenses last year. I don't care what anybody says. He was still being looked at as a, a good wide receiver. Now he, Mooney is the man. He's going to start seeing the coverages <laughs> his way, and not even that they need to because the pass rush will reach there before he even throws the ball. Mm-hmm. But the only you're gonna draft him simply based off targets. I do expect more than 140 targets to him this year. Is That's a lot guys, of targets. You guys think he's gonna get less than 140 targets? I, it'll probably be about the same. 
Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he had if he had that Brandon Marshall type year. Oh my god, no! I no. I think you're probably looking at the same. Yeah, I think it's just even you, if you have the same, it's still freaking impressive. Are you buying too. into the hype though? Everyone is hyping this man up like he is the next thing. I remember last time and we hyped up a Bears to a point. We hyped up a Bears wide receiver. What was his name? Uh, we don't longer speak about him. You're talking about the guy on the, who was on the Eagles and they won the Super Bowl? Um, no, I think he got traded. You're talking about Nick Foles? Nick Foles. <laughs> no. Uh, he was on Texans last year. What? Um, what's Brandon, his name? Brandon Cooks. No. Anyway. Uh, I'll look it up. I, while you're looking it up, uh, as far as Darnold Mooney goes, there's to a certain point I'm buying the hype. I'm not willing to draft him in, as a wide receiver one. That has I've heard rumors on Twitter of things like that happening. That is absolutely insane. Um, but is he's is valuable to an extent. I don't know anything about this coach. I don't think I'm not sure if he knows anything about it. Um, there's a lot <laughs> of Matt Eberflus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a defensive yeah. coach. That's all I know. Yeah, I don't know if he knows how what throwing a football looks like. We'll see. So there's a lot of question marks going in. So like to buy in on hype based off of a third year and a second year jump from both Mooney and then from Fields, it's a bold take. Well, I think it's a risk, but I, the reward is worth it. Well, I think what you're getting is volume, no matter what. Yes. Like the like even if it's not like efficient. But he had he didn't even have a hundred catches with the hundred. No, he, he you know? sixty balls mm-hmm. that went yeah, he, on. Fifty nine balls hit the ground. Yeah. Out of hundred and forty of Can we expect so. that again? Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want I don't want fifty nine balls to hit I the ground. I don't either, but that's uh, to say that he has gonna have time to go down the yeah. field. Like the same thing with we're gonna have this conversation of what we expect from Cole Komet. Nothing. Like I expect him Absolutely. to be blocking. <laughs> he is Joe Green's the highest on him out of anybody in this room and I still don't know why. The the previous uh, he hears like Matthew Barry talk about him. He's like, "Oh, Cole Komet's my favorite new player," and gets like half of our league to try to draft him. The previous right receiver that we we boosted for the Bears was Anthony Miller. Oh, that's oh, your, oh that's you. No, so, no, no, no. He was a huge Anthony Miller. No, fan. if no, he says no, anything no. different, I will sock we'll, him. In we'll face. pull we'll pull up the recordings. We'll find yeah. out. You, I, I was. I was. I, I'm not gonna say I wasn't not big. I was big on him, but you were. You were huge. You were. I can't even say it on the podcast. You were. Oh, <laughs> 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 um. To be honest, I did draft uh, Anthony. Anthony Miller last year in like one of my five leagues as a 15th round pick, and I dropped him week one. I forgot about Anthony Miller. Shout out Aries. <laughs> there it is, Aries. Aries is just on a fucking shit wagon. <laughs> Aries, not that good. Um, another wide receiver I liked. I mean, there's only other one is Brian Pring- Byron. Pringle. Byron. Byron. Pringle. Uh, I think that it was a huge mistake Kansas City losing him, especially after dropping uh, trading Hill to the Dolphins. Last year was his best year with 568 yards. Had only 60 targets. Caught 42. He's gonna be playing in the slot mainly. Um, I. Don't I, know if he's going to be fantasy relevant yet because it's going to be based off how I see this offense. But if you want to, I'll just wait, pick him up in free agency. I don't think you're going to see much out of him. 
Um, I can't imagine anyone on this team is drafted besides Zarnell Mooney and Dave Montgomery. Montgomery. I I bet you people draft fields. It's just, I mean, if you're in a deep league, a dynasty league or something. I bet you, I I can name you three people in our league that's dumb enough that they're going to be drafting fields. I am praying he has a good first half of the year so I can dump him off. See, he's already playing about I haven't been dying. I can't wait to dump his ass off. Uh, I wrote that we're, we're always high on, on year two of QBs because, especially running QBs. But then I went over his uh, rushing. It's it's not really impressive. They didn't let him run. He didn't run. No. Matt Nagy doesn't let him run. They, uh, he let Andy Dalton run. It was pretty, uh, Andy it was pretty, Dalton run more. pretty bad. Um, no, no love for your boy, uh, Dante Pettis? No. What about Tajay Sharp? <laughs> no. Bad wide receiver it's, core, it's, man. It's the worst in the foot in the NFL. Just so you know, Fields averaged 35 yards per game rushing last year. When he was running, that's for actually his, not but as bad was, as I thought. I mean, that, that's designed plays though. I was no, he running had, for his life. That also, in 10 games, he had one big game with rushing, so it really boosts the numbers. Yeah, you, he had a hundred yard game. Yeah. He had yeah. a 10 yard, yeah, that was 10 a, rush, 103 yards rushing against yeah. the 49ers. That's the game I think uh, I think they lost in like the fourth quarter. I think Yeah, they they lost the close on that one. Justin Fields also fumbled four times. Talk, talk about Daniel Jones right there. All right, let's let's I I was you know I was look I was one. looking at it while we were talking about it. Wait, wait, this, yeah, and ten, was, ten interceptions, four fucking fumbles. And yes, I'm cutting you off. No, no, that's fine because I was looking at it, I was like, that looks so familiar. Like Daniel Jones' <laughs> Daniel first Jones. year. Seven touchdowns. Ten interceptions, four fumbles. I Look pro- it up. I om- I can almost guarantee it's the yes. same stat line. And guess what? This offensive line is going to be worse than the Giants. Yeah. It's bad. It's a bad offense. It's a bad team. He's going to be uh, Carr's brother. He's going to be out. <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly take David Montgomery as a running back, too, on my team. I'm not, I won't let him be my running back one. Can't no. trust the offense. Will don't, he probably finish in the top ten? Yeah. Right. See, this pro, is the pro tip: don't draft players on bad teams. Yeah. Yes. The, and then I know some don't draft people, running backs on bad teams. That's a fact. I know that some people are gonna, you know, chime in. Joe Burrow was sacked the most. Joe Burrow was sacked <laughs> the most. Yeah, he was. Joe Burrow was sacked in sixteen games. He was sacked a total of where does it say, fifty-one times. And guess yeah. what? He has Chase. He has Higgins. He has Boyd. He's got Joe Mixon. He had what's his name? The tight end? CJ CJ Uzama. And he a defense. Had, he, he had a decent defense. Yeah, but that's And that, he balled out. That stat is also a little like miscon- misconstrued. Like it's not sacks that matter. It's pressure rate. Like yeah. how often is there, are, are they getting to you? Like not sacking you to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like he could have just been sacked because he held onto the ball too long. That's what really matters. And I'm telling you, Justin Fields wasn't holding on to the ball too long. He's a one read. Sometimes he was. He was one read. He's a one read. He can't even read a defense. One read and get sacked. Also, remember, Fields was sacked 36 times. He only played 12 games. Joe Burrow played 16. No, 10 games. The 10s were starts. Oh, oh, right, right. So, so yeah. 12 12 games, 10 starts. So, you know, put that over a 17-game pace. You were talking about 90 times. Yeah, easily in the league. He's going to die. Nine one one. Can we? Ha- this is Chicago. There's gonna be another dead fucking person out there. There's Jesus. a. There's a. Me- this is the mayor of Chicago. Somebody get this man some help. Yeah. You want to talk about Cole Komet? 
this all I had to say about Cole Komet. Yeah, you talked about Cole. <laughs> Cole That's not all you got to say about this, Cole Komet. This was my thing about Cole Komet. He was ninth most targeted tight end last year. He finished 20th. There's clearly no other great options on the team. He could see a lot of volume again. Now, am I drafting him? No. Uh, we'll see. We'll year. see about that. Could he be a sneaky guy who ends up in the top 10? Yeah, maybe. But, you know, that's not saying a lot for tight ends, depending on the year. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's, like, worthy of keeping an eye on. Am I drafting him? No. You said he's sneaky play for top six. Yeah, well, if you, outside the top five tight ends, they really all suck if you really look at it. Unless Gronk's back. If Gronk returns, then, then there's a different story. Yeah. Why has that made a difference? Because, because that would then, be six. Then, we're, then the number goes to seven. Yeah. There's really only Are about top five seven? good tight ends. Are you the, the, the one of the guys who's not good, but he, like you played well in fantasy? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what, what happens, yeah. That's what it is. That was the Kyle Pitts discussion last year. Like, are you actually that good, or are you just not really that good? Are you really just <laughs> the only person on the team? Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? I'm going to see because you're my keeper. Who, Cole Komet? No, I hope not. No. <laughs> uh, that's it. That wraps it up. Billy, tell us everything that they need to know. Well, you got to give them the TikTok. I don't know the TikTok. Who is it? F-F-D. Fantasy Football Degenerates, baby. Yeah. That's what it's, that's what no, the handle it's is. FF degenerate. Yes, FF degenerates. Yeah, degenerate. that's all I need to know. Just look up degenerates. It comes right up. There's not the FF it. degenerates. Mike, work on that that uh that tag for us. Try to try to steal it from somebody else. Everywhere else is FFD underscore podcast. Like, that. follow, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your dad. Tell your co- neighbors, coworkers. Tell everybody. Tag them. Like, follow, subscribe. We'll see you motherfuckers next week. Smooches. Thank <laughs> you.